guys, welcome back to the show and thank you so much for tuning in. As you can tell, I am somewhere completely different. I am actually at the Blaze Studios in DC and with me a very special guest, Elijah, fellow Blaze host of Slightly Offensive and you're kind of like the resident on Blaze uh, explorer of crazy riots and protests. I mean, you're. I feel like anytime I see you like on Twitter going viral and stuff, you're always being chased or getting assaulted and I feel bad for you, but also your content is amazing and some of the edgiest stuff. So it's like a, it's a mixed blessing, I suppose. But I do worry for your safety. Yeah, we got, we got to expose these people. I, I'm actually getting to the point where I am convinced that that far left Radical politicians are absolutely sponsoring domestic terrorism in this country, and I'm so sick of the media lying about it. And it's just like, you know, people have done way more for this country. They, they stormed Normandy. They actually gave their lives. And I know journalists like like to pat themselves on the back and like yes. pretend like they're actual soldiers, but we're not. And it's like the least I could do is take a couple punches to the face and a few concussions to at least, you know, get the true message to Americans. Well, and I, I do love that you're doing that again. Always worried for your safety, but I feel like these riots, they've been going on. I mean, it, it's been really bad, especially over the past summer, but it's been years really where we've seen Antifa and these BLM rioters and looters really push the line as to what's considered acceptable conduct. And I mean, you were actually out on the streets last night. So we're filming this on Wednesday so everyone knows. Um, so last night, election night, and uh, it, it seems like even though things were still up in the air as we're filming this, they are still up in the air. Even, even then there were people out on the streets protesting, writing. Do you wanna tell us a little bit about what you saw because, I mean, I was concerned that things were going to be really, really bad last night. Yeah, but doesn't that kind of show you uh, base, basically the fact that there were demonstrations and protests before we even knew who could possibly win the election, sort of what the political climate's like in yeah. America? I mean, oh, for sure. Really? Like, like, I mean, the fact that this is the, the, the anti-fascist, the Antifa, whatever you want to call them, black bloc, I mean, they were saying F Trump, F Biden, no presidents at all. I mean, we're seeing the fact that you have like basically three different political movements going on in this country. You have the left and the right that are polarizing to each other. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing the popular vote right now is increasingly becoming balanced, which actually gives me hope because I'm like, even if Biden takes this or whatever happens, there's a lot of Americans who feel just like me, who feel right. just like you, who are just sick of this crap, who want to just be done with it. They want their country back to where it is. And then there's this third group of people, these Antifa and Black Lives Matter, that are these radical groups that really aren't left or right. They just want a full-on revolution. Like, I mean, they're they're beyond left, right? These are like communists. These mm -hmm. are these are people who want to actually they're outside this the country. political norm. But what I don't understand is how has this been allowed to keep happening for so long? Because I had to travel to be here, as I'm sure a lot of other people who are in the media did, and I had family members, I had friends being concerned for me, for not wanting me to come here. And it's like, if I can't travel during an American election, what has the world come to? I mean, people are acting like it's a, a third world country, essentially, where there's going to be some violent coup or anything like this. And this is so far outside of the realm of what I think should be considered acceptable in American politics. But here we are. And it feels like these people are facing no consequences. But I mean, you know, I know he's faced pushback from people like Democratic governors and mayor, but mayors, but Trump is still president right now. So how is this allowed to happen? Well, it's allowed to happen because politicians right now, are, as they've always been, are, are absolutely corrupt. I mean, if you think about this, people say, how, how is this allowed to happen? Is it really possible that, that politicians, you know, put all these unconstitutional shutdowns so that we could push out compulsory ballots so that we could, you know, do a power grab for the federal government and, and rig an election? Yeah, of course it is. And you're like, well, isn't that against the American people? Isn't that, why would politicians do that? And you go, bro, 
Have you never seen politics for all of history? Like, yes. it's they're assassinating leaders. We've had, we've had two world wars just in the last century. I mean, we had concentration camps, right? Just 70, 80 years ago. And we had a cold war for multiple decades. I mean, we could have won the Vietnam War, right? We were purposely held back from going into neighboring countries in Cambodia and whatnot and taking out the Viet Cong because we needed to position ourselves for a long uh, uh, arms race with, with Russia. I mean, we in illegally invaded the Middle East and we've occupied it for reasons that were false weapons of mass destruction. We still can't explain 9-11 fully, all the buildings falling. I mean, there's so many things, right? And we use 9-11 for the Patriot Act to spy on American citizens. I mean, the government in itself just cannot be trusted. And so even if Trump's in office, remember, he's not the only person in the government. These are right. thousands upon thousands of bureaucrats. And quite frankly, they care more about using an, uh, an opportunistic way of anything that they want, even if it hurts American people, if it destroys our businesses, even if people have to die, if it keeps them in power, and, and that's what we're seeing with the Democrats specifically. If it keeps their party in power and it keeps them running, and I would say even above the Democrats, I don't want to get too conspiratorial for your audience. Maybe they are, but these are globalists, right? These are these are absolute unifying one world government globalist people who have don't they don't care about you. They don't care about me. They don't care about the nations and individuals. They just see this dominance of culture of global power. They'll sell America out to China. They they'll lie about Russian collusion to keep the attention off of the Asian move and power grab. And in the end, if you have to lose your little business, if DC has to burn tonight for them to get their way, then you know what? you are collateral damage and they don't care. Right. So I do I do want to ask you more about these bureaucrats in charge because right now everything is up in the air with, with the election. We have people calling into question what's happening in Arizona, Nevada, uh, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, uh, Georgia even. So I definitely want to get your take on that. But before we do, last night you're out on the streets right in front of the White House and from what I understand, Antifa was actually trying to put a hit out on you. And keep in mind, if anyone listening right now is not familiar with Elijah's work, he is someone who has been a consistent person exposing the violence that they've been doing. So I'm guessing by now, they have a pretty big grudge against you. It came to the point where I knew they knew I was there uh, and I was wondering why they weren't attacking me more often or trying to take me down. And it wasn't until I received a few very valid, uh, you know, tips from people who had infiltrated them that night that they were trying to lead the group. Um, specifically, they had walked almost eight miles and were trying to veer the group away from police. So they walked, you know, I think four to four miles at the point that I figured out they were trying to assassinate me like they did with Jay Danielson in, in Portland. They were trying to get the group into a point where they could then surround me and attack me. And I want to remind you that last night they also uh, attacked Proud Boys and stabbed a black woman uh, in the back a couple times, a very nice, wonderful woman. Um, what was going on with the, the black woman? Like, what was she, what was the circumstances surrounding that? And were there, yeah. I was told that the National Guard had actually been mobilized. Was there no law enforcement present when all this was going on? The police kept their distance. Uh, I mean, whenever the police came close to the, the Antifa and the Black Lives Matter people, they ended up attacking them, like kicking them and throwing things and lighting fireworks, the same tactics you see in Portland. This is like organized anarchy, right? Um, but I know the police kind of kept a few blocks away. I did not see any National Guard deployed anywhere last night. I don't really? know where that lie came from. They said that, too, in um, Philadelphia. There was National right. Guard deployed. There weren't. Shocking. All right. So I, I want to talk to you more. But before we do, uh, you know, to kind of 
change the tune a little bit. Let's save you all some money on car insurance with our sponsor, Gabby. So when you've had the same car insurance or homeowner's insurance for years, you kind of get trapped into paying your premiums and not really thinking about it. And that makes it easy, really easy to overpay and not even realize it. So stop overpaying for car and homeowner's insurance and see about getting a lower rate for the exact same coverage you already have thanks to Gabby. Gabby takes the pain out of shopping for insurance by giving you an apples to apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers. We're talking people like Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers. Just link your current insurance account and in just minutes, you'll be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage you currently have. And you were saying earlier, that's what you did with Gabby. And you actually, did you manage to save money? Yeah, I went, I was an idiot. I literally bought car insurance and then I went on to Gabby.com and I typed it up and I found out that I'm I'm overpaying by almost $800 a year. That's crazy. Yeah. And that you're not the only one because Gabby customers save $825 per year on average. And if they can't find you savings, they'll at least let you know that you have the best deal out there. So hey, you can relax knowing you did your shopping. Plus they'll never sell your info. So no annoying spam or robocalls. So it's totally free to check your rate and there is zero obligation. So take a few minutes right now and stop overpaying on your car and homeowners insurance. Go to Gabby.com slash Lauren. That's G-A-B-I dot com slash Lauren. Gabby.com slash Lauren. All right. So right now, at the time that we're filming this, and I feel like I need to preface this because when I went to bed last night, it looked like Trump had it in the bag. All right. Uh, you know, ahead in Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, he was ahead by a crazy count. They hadn't really started looking into Nevada by the time I went to sleep. But I mean, still, it was looking good for Trump. I wake up just a couple hours later and everything has changed. Uh, they're saying the Vegas odds have flipped toward Biden. And now, you know, Wisconsin, Michigan, they're saying that's for Biden. And, you know, they found all these other votes. And what is happening <sighs> right now? Because I feel like this is just total chaos. And, and on top of people in the streets, now it looks like we have political almost civil war. You know, Republicans are saying they want to take this to the courts. Uh, lawyers are mobilizing. What is happening? What uh, is happening? Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, from the time, I think it was like 2 in the morning, the odds in Vegas for Biden winning were 25.7%. Right. And then I think at the time of this filming, they were like 82%. And Biden was planning on right now actually giving an acceptance speech of some kind. Yeah. I know he already kind of declared that he had won, but Trump did the same thing. But when Trump did it, it was a fascist dictatorship right. move. But and, he and and he got censored on Twitter. Yes. But, but even MSNBC tweets about Biden saying the same thing and they don't get checked right. because it's considered he, it's it's more clear now. So everything the rules are always changed. I just have to say this. I am not shocked that this is happening and mm -hmm. I really want the listeners and the viewers and people to not repeat what liberals did in 2016. Like if they won the election, they probably did win it. It's not all conspiratorial. It's not all Sharpies. It's not all, you know, fake ballots. There are legitimate ways to flip seats that are unethical, that are maybe not considered uh, a gentleman's uh, um, honor. But I, I'm, I'm from L.A., but I was living in Orange County. Orange County, California, is a very red place. You know, like Real Housewives of OC. Mm -hmm. These are, you know, the show The OC. These are very white and Asian people, high-income earners. These are nice areas where Disneyland is. Everyone knows. That's just the Republican area. Everyone laughs. They flipped every seat in the last election blue the next day, meaning they had declared the winners. People gave their, elect, their 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 acceptance speech, like young Kim in my district, and they said, yeah, we won. The Republicans won almost every district. And then they went and ballot harvested and collected ballots and went and did all the stuff the next day. And they flipped every seat blue for the first time in history. So I'm from a place that was always red, that actually does have more Republicans than Democrats. People got cocky. And the Democrats 
change the rules, use the rules to then get back into power. So when people are saying, oh, well, I think this is a, a farce, I'm going, no, I think it's real. I just think that you underestimate the fact that they realize that if we get compulsory votes out to people, like mail-in votes, I think dumber people, people who don't think that listen to the media and these- They will end up voting. Voting Democrat. All right, right. but you did did mention Sharpies. And for people who aren't familiar with the situation, um, Arizona is one of the places that actually, as as we're filming this, is really, really contested. Last night, uh, places like Fox called it super early for Biden and the Trump campaign, or sorry, yeah, Trump campaign was really upset about this because at this time, I think there were still people in line to vote at the time that places like Fox News called it for Biden. Even there's- Tons and tons of outstanding votes, still tons and tons of outstanding votes in Arizona. People uh, like our, our friend Adam, who's, you know, we, we met through Tim Pool. He actually flew down to Arizona specifically so he could vote. And he actually, when he went to the voting area, was given a Sharpie to fill out his ballot, as were a lot of other people. Now we're finding out that apparently ballots filled out with Sharpies, uh, are they're being canceled, they're be- being thrown away, nullified. Do you think that is, I mean, I'm not a conspiracy theorist either, but do you think that is kind of evidence of voter fraud or an attempt to sabotage the vote against Trump? Because we're having reports that people were given these Sharpies, something to nullify their votes in places where Trump was predicted to lead. I mean, that's that's got to be strange at the very least, right? Well, it's possible. But that's what I want to say is that like each of these individual cases, though, we can look at these and be like, yeah, that it's possible that that was coordinated. But ultimately speaking, like what's really swaying this election isn't Sharpies. It's the fact that we had compulsory mail-in voting, that we're mm-hmm. finding these boxes of, of votes. I mean, I'm being completely serious. There's a right. reason why our, 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 the founders of this nation you know, like to put stipulations on voting, because there's a difference between voters who think what the country can do for them and then voters who think what I can do for my country, right? Mm-hmm. The, the difference between taxpayers who want to figure out what to do with their own money and tax consumers who want to figure out what to do with everyone else's money. And so obviously there's a way that people who are paying more taxes and stuff are going to vote, and then the majority of people, which tend to be lazy or lower income earners, are going to vote differently. And I think the Democrats knew that. I believe that they coordinated the shutdown in ways and they discouraged people from voting in person. They really pushed the mail-in campaign. They did. They did. Michelle Obama. And I think that if they win, when I say fair, I, I don't think it's fair. I think it was legal, but I think it was un- unethical, right? And that's, right. that's what I think. I think we're dealing not with an illegal issue. I think we're dealing, so even with the Sharpies, I don't think there's anything illegal about that per se. It's just that somebody might have said, ah, if we give these Sharpies, then they're going to be bleed and there's going to be issues and we can cancel some out. And I think that could probably happen all around the country in different places. Don't think that the Republicans don't do some shady stuff. Too. Yeah, and, but I, I do also want to say that right now there are people who are saying that you can actually, as an Arizona voter, check to see if your ballot has been can't counted yeah. and if it was canceled there are actually lawyers who are encouraging you to get in touch with that so if if you're in arizona and that applies to you specifically i am telling you letting you know uh, asking you actually to go figure that out go online you know c- call your the place that you vote and figure that out because we are currently at a at a situation where every vote might actually count in in places like arizona and you know i i understand what you mean and i definitely think that it's not necessarily due to corruption why biden would be leading with mail-in ballots absolutely not especially when the Trump campaign was explicitly telling people to vote in person. So his supporters are definitely going to be, you know, that's what they were talking about, the red mirage. They expected Trump to lead with uh, in-person voters. But we have situations like with Biden all of a sudden having 128,000 votes counted for him and added to the polls without a single vote 
counting for President Trump. That's a little suspicious. And we're also seeing in places like I think it is Wisconsin, um, you know, that historically have had anywhere between like 60 to 70 percent voter participation rate. All of a sudden this year, they have 90 percent participation rate. Maybe, Psychotic. Right. Maybe Biden really just galvanized the Wisconsin vote. Perhaps. No, I've been in and out of Wisconsin. They're you not, don't think so? No. And, and this is what I was going to say about this is where, look, in, in in Germany, right, there were things that were done during World War II that were legal and he had the right to do under their law, but they were wrong, mm-hmm. right? We have things that are still legal in this country, but they're wrong. They're not good, not only just religiously or whatever people would say, but they're not good for the country. Sometimes things can be legal politically and they're just not right. Ballot harvesting in California is one of them. It's used to rig elections in favor of the Democrats. It's very evil, but it's legal, so we can't put them in jail. Right. And that's my point about this, like the 90% voter turnout suspicion absolutely but if they if you're forcing people to basically vote and you're putting mail-in ballots and you're handing them to everybody because Wisconsin is a lot of Democrat controlled major areas and you're trying to concentrate in specific cities that are high population centers to make sure everybody votes I mean you can get pretty high numbers and you can basically guarantee that it's gonna go in your favor now these boxes of votes that's where it gets really suspicious though it's like how are how is a hundred percent of votes for one candidate? Right, that's the thing, it's 100%. Scary. Like, I mean, I feel like it would be a lot less suspicious if it were like maybe even 70, 30, heck, even 80, 20, but no, it was 100%. But even one. Yeah, even one, just a handful. Yeah. You know, even like, I mean, margin of error or something like that. People Scary. accidentally picking the wrong uh, candidate, at least a couple toward Trump. Now, I wanna ask you what you think is gonna happen going forward. First though, I wanna tell you all about Lamps Plus. So I've been spending way more time at home, just like I think a lot of you have. And as I look around the house, I'm noticing that things things that never used to bother me. Things like, I don't know, lamp fixtures that just don't match or they're too old or they're just not working. So I am going to do something about it and Lamps Plus is helping me. So Liam and I, we went on lampsplus.com and we were looking at all the different fixtures they have available there. Apparently Liam uh, wants our house to look like a medieval monastery was what I was getting from his uh, decoration vibes. I, not so much, I mean, just things a little bit more modern. The great thing about Lamps Plus is that they had fixtures there for both tastes. The variety is just huge. Lamps Plus is the nation's largest lighting retailer for a reason, so why would we go anywhere else? And they have decades of experience. And they're also so much more than lamps. They have over 50,000 lighting and home furnishing products, everything from chandeliers and ceiling fans to lighting fixtures that illuminate your kitchen and bath to even a wide assortment of mirrors and bar stools. You'll even discover table lamps with built-in USB ports that can charge all of your devices and indoor fountains that provide a soothing sound while you work to upgrade the home office. Uh, definitely some bougie things over there. As a family-owned business that wants to help you love your space, Lamps Plus carries the most top-trusted brands, things like Sean Beck, a 150-year-old lighting company from right in the USA that specializes in handmade chandeliers with the world's finest crystals. I love what Lamps Plus has done for me, and you will too. And right now, Lamps Plus is helping you create the perfect holiday at home to brighten and add comfort to your space during their Get Ready for the Holidays sale. For a limited time, you can save up to 50% on hundreds of lighting, furniture, and home decor designs by going to lampsplus.com slash Lauren. That's lampsplus.com slash Lauren to save up to 50% on select items. Again, lampsplus.com slash Lauren. All right. So much to my chagrin and I think a lot of, you know, pundits, politicos and things like that, it's looking like we're not going to have definitive answers about this election for perhaps even weeks. At the time that we're filming this, the Trump campaign has announced their intention to demand a recount in Wisconsin. A lot of people are saying it's looking like this election is going to end up going to the courts. Is Are you kind of on that same page as well? Yeah, I think it has to go to the courts because 
on one hand, I know we don't want to be like the screaming liberals in the streets during the last election that no. yeah, couldn't accept yeah. The, the fate. But like, to your point, there definitely was some fraud and corruption, I'm sure. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. Just like it's impossible 100% of the votes went to Biden. It's impossible that there wasn't some sort of issues, maybe Arizona here and there. That wasn't enough to tip the scale, right? right. That's not. That still is not going to really change the whole election per se. We know that the mail-in voting is probably what rigged this. This is a this is a national ballot harvesting essentially, uh, but now we move into this and we go well with these numbers with finding boxes. I mean, all that we need to have the courts there specifically. People say this is us whining on the right wing. No, this is so that we don't have to whine. We right. go to court. We look at what happens. We do the recount. We system we systematically check out the numbers. If it matches, then we need to move on. Mm-hmm. We need to go. Okay, we lost. And we need, we need to figure out how to play the game better. And we need to stop being so weak and yes. letting them do whatever they want. They will change the rules, rig the system, shut down the country, pass out ballots. They will, they will uh, you know, demoralize the people. They will get them to not vote in person. They will do everything they can to hold power just short of maybe killing us yet. And then we sit here and we're like, we have to take the high road. I think Prager, you said that. I was like, we got to take the high road. And I I'm mean, like, Prager, you, David French, there's a whole bunch of them that are. Right. And I think it's important for conservatives to remember, like right now, listen to the people who claim to be on the right, but who are also essentially saying the best thing to do for the conservative movement is capitulate to the left on every single issue. And I don't, Shapiro. Just, I don't just mean accepting the results of the election. I mean, just like, oh, well, this is the way it's going to be. And I mean, I, I still have some hope that President Trump might come out on top for this. But honestly, if he doesn't, I don't think Republicans have anyone else to blame, frankly, but themselves for letting this happen. Right. Because we've known for months that, like there was going to be some trickery afoot. We've known for years that big tech was essentially acting as the campaign arm for the Democratic Party. And Republicans have done nothing. And I think like like you, I'm frustrated, uh, you know, not necessarily at the Democrats for trying to play things under the table because that's to be expected. But for Republicans for letting that happen and being too weak to do anything about it. Yeah, I'm only afraid of Biden in uh, 2023 because we're gridlocked. We got the Senate, so he's not gonna be able to get anything done for two years, which is not net good for the country, mm-hmm. but you know, in some ways, but once the reelection comes up, I know we're not looking good. Um, we might lose the Senate in the two years from now when we have those elections. So if we lose the Senate, uh, the House and the presidency, then, you know, he might start packing the courts. We might start seeing a lot more of his ideas, but what I'm hoping is, and this is where I want to leave Americans with, with some encouragement is that, no matter what happens in this race, no matter what goes on, the difference in the popular vote is already so minimal, meaning like the country is split uh, to where if you're on the left or the right, there's about half the country that feels what you're feeling, right. which is bad because I think I, I think we could see a civil war in my lifetime. I really think people are there sick are of it. There are some so. scholars that are already saying we already meet the criteria for a civil war based on all of the violent skirmishes that have been happening and the dehumanizing language being used. Some people already think that we're I think there. We're a cold, I think I just call it a cold civil war. Right. It's like, it's like yeah, proxies, right? Through groups mm-hmm. and we call the, the Proud Boys, they're, you know, they're white supremacists and we, you know, and, the, and people say that Antibas is an idea and there's this whole idea of confusing people, what's really going on. Right. And so they fight it out in the streets and no one knows what's really happening. Um, and it's dishonest and it's disingenuous and I'm really sad that that's how people work. But I also think too, like, you know, I'm not saying cock your shotguns, get in the streets, you know, like this is not a call to violence. I just want to remind people that if you have the right to bear arms, remember that Biden is planning on banning all online gun sales. He's planning on pushing the Green New Deal, completely uh, uh, sucking the power out of the fossil fuel industry. He's planning on raising taxes. I think it's going to get down to about 120000 per household that the taxes are going to end up affecting. Um, I know that he's also, you know, 
into hormone treatment and making federal laws for for trans children, and this is the sexualization and, and the perversion of our children. Um, and on top of that, I know he's very much uh, he's very much pro-abortion. His the issues that he stands for and what he's against. He's also flirting with Kamala, who I want to remind people that Kamala Harris is one of the running governors in California. So we're gonna have the people who help decide decisions for California now making the decisions for the country. Right. And it's like, so that's where we're headed, right? We're headed to what you've seen in California and San Francisco and LA. They had the money, they have the people, they have the resources and look at what they've done with it. It's sad. That's where Biden's headed. We're not going to be destroyed. California's still rich, but you're going to see the rich and the poor, the gaps grow. You're going to see industries topple that shouldn't topple, weird regulations. I mean, it basically just sells our country out to China, puts us in a weaker position, and it gives the globalists uh, an advantage away from us, right? The UN's going to have more power here. And so be ready because Mm -hmm. just be ready to protect your family, be ready to protect yourself and buy firearms and a lot of ammunition. And that's what I always tell people, not to kill, but for defense. Yeah, for defense. And I think that's honestly a sensible solution going forward with all of this uncertainty. If you're wondering what you can do, prepare. And I do want to leave viewers on a little bit of a lighter note with some hope. Um, (laughs) If you are worried right now about a Biden win, just remember, there's going to be great content coming out if he does win, right? I mean, him nonstop State of the the Union address Mm -hmm. given by Biden, that's comedy gold. Or in Kamala, we get to make fun of them for a little bit. And also, I don't mean to sound too cynical, but I've had a lot of friends talk about accelerationism, saying like, you know what, maybe Obama wasn't enough and all of like the AOC people, that wasn't enough to show people how crazy the left has become. Maybe Maybe Biden acting as a puppet for Kamala and the, you know, people like AOC, maybe that will be enough to really kick people in the pants and let them see how crazy they are so that the next round of elections, uh, people will wake up a little bit and we'll, we'll have a landslide. So I guess that's what I'm hoping for. But again, uh, Elijah, thank you so much for coming on the show. If people want to follow you, keep up to date with your antics and uh, pray for your safety, which I recommend everyone does. Where can they find you? Best way, just YouTube slightly offensive. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Lauren. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will see you next time.